Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new episode of Flesh Wound Farce, where we review and discuss your and our favorite comedy films. This is the world's first and only combination trivia host and professional wrestling announcer of Chilean descent that currently resides in Southern California, Ozzy V. And with me as always on this program, first in the Northern California Bay Area, world famous juggler Greg Larson. How you doing, Greg? I'm doing all right. How are you doing, Ozzy, with that extra day of trivia? That extra day of trivia. You are so correct, Greg. Uh, as this episode is being filmed, I actually, or rather, as this episode is airing, I will be in Lake Forest, of course, for that fourth night of trivia beginning Mondays at the Rush Bar and Grill in Lake Forest every Monday night beginning at 6.30. However, right now, also, there was... Uh, world famous juggler greg larson and also with me of course no bs flesh wound producer todd good evening no bs tonight that is usually uh, you can tell as just proven because usually he just says he's chilling what did he just say greg what did he just say good evening. you when have you ever said who, that todd? who are you yeah what have yeah, you done what, with what's todd? going on <laughs> anyway this week we do have the pleasure of reviewing and discussing the 1986 film Body Slam. Todd, do you have a trailer available? I do. Let's roll it. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so if, if this, I mean, we picked this movie because it's WrestleMania weekend that just occurred, right? So with Todd not having the trailer ready, you up you botchamania you're a there big you time music <laughs> business personal manager maybe a little down on your luck <laughs> but you're working on a big deal maybe things will change for you hi what do you want from me six to seven thousand eight hundred eleven dollars and nineteen cents to be deadly specific you're making the big moves hey, Scotty, how you doing no, no, whatever it is, the answer is absolutely not. I've been thinking about our relationship. <laughs> what relationship? Message for you, Mr. Smilak. But things could be better. Maybe you ought to branch out a little. <laughs> I need someone who takes no crap. Tough. Tough. Maybe you're on your way back to the top. Smilak, at your service. We've got something for you. What's that? Hey, from the director of Smokey and the Bandit, Body Slam. Hmm. Do something! Stay right there! It's the outrageous comedy where wrestling meets rock and roll, and a loser becomes a legend. You don't need music to wrestle. You need... Why, What is that, a stomach disorder or a disease? Wait, 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 Oh, careful, Tennessee. This, Mr. Smilek. <laughs> I should have stayed in the music business. You're a dead man, Smilek. And you heard it here, folks. I'm reading off. Two top managers. I can't know about you, but I can't. Body Slam. Starring the A-Team's Dirk Benedict, Tanya Roberts, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Tonga Tom, Captain Lou Elbano. And a host of familiar faces, twisted arms, broken legs, stubbed toes, fractured thumbs, aching backs, and lots and lots of laughs. <laughs> Body slam. It's 
Okay. All right. This trailer had a hard time. All right. That was the trailer for Body Slam released on November 21st, 1986. Rated PG, but this is an 80s PG, so. Right. Proceed with caution. (laughs) (laughs) Runtime. The runtime of 92 minutes. Directed by Hal Needham. Written by Shell Lighton and Steve Burkow. Starring Dirk Benedict, Tanya Roberts, Rowdy Roddy Piper, and the Tonga Kid. Tonga Tom was his name in the movie. Now, I did initial thoughts on this. This is my first time seeing it. I was very excited to review it. But when doing the research on it in terms of the writer, writers and directors, as the trailer said, Smokey and the Bandits, Hal Needham. But the writers piqued my interest. Mainly because the story was by Shell Lighton, right? And his only other writing credit, only other writing credit were two episodes of the Death Valley Days in 1952. <laughs> so I don't even know what that is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the only reason I know Death Valley Days is, I'm fairly certain, is because of the Born in East L.A. song. <laughs> because Death Valley Days is mentioned in the like, who's the president of the United States? Oh, that guy who's on Death Valley Days, John Wayne. Right? <laughs> That's the only reason I know what Death Valley Days is. The uh, now the other writer, Steve Burkow, his only other writing credit was one episode of a soap opera of All My Children in 1986. <laughs> Basically, what well, my okay. point being is that the movie is kind of a uh, a parallel to i think how the writers were hoping their careers would pan out because <laughs> the Boy. movie it, like it's starring uh dirk benedict right as i mentioned as as face now what i as a wrestling fan what i found most amusing about it is that it felt like the backstory of a traditional wrestling manager like you could see dirk benedict come in as this character and you would just buy him as a wrestling manager like he it kind of, like he he got that right yeah. in his character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it then became, man, like I'm not laughing so much, but where is this going? Like I'm I'm intrigued. I want to see. I was I was interested in what was happening. I was laughing a whole lot at the beginning. Uh, I was actually laughing more at the uh, the racist and homophobic undertones. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, as mentioned, from the director of Smokey and the Bandit, what? what? <laughs> right, but uh, I'm sorry, kind of jumped all over the place. Greg, uh, initial thoughts? Yeah, no, this is one I'd never seen. Um, as someone who went through a plethora of interesting—I don't want to say wonderful, but interesting—wrestling uh, films such as Suburban Commando and you know, Mr. Nanny and all okay, those, those fun... aren't wrestling films. Those are films featuring films wrestlers. with wrestlers. Yes. Yes. No, no, no holds barred. Yes. There we go. Okay, okay. No holds barred. Yeah, there you go. But all those films with wrestlers that were pre uh, Dwayne Johnson, you know, in which he actually has some skill. Um, I, I was very interested. I, I was excited to see what this film was. I saw, Roddy Piper was in it, who is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Of course, we saw Ric Flair and uh, Sam Martino in there, you know, so we saw some great names, you know, Um, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Todd? Um, not my my first viewing. I actually own this on Blu-ray. Um, you would. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Last time I watched it, I didn't have a good time with it. Shocker. This time, I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> the, the tough part with it is if you're not a wrestling fan, you're going to have a tough time. Mm. If you are, if you were a fan of the the WWF back in the 80s and right. all about Bobby Heenan, and you would be really intrigued at this main character. Right. Because uh, he, he just, this seems like such like a, now we're gonna follow the backstory of Slick, or you know, just like oh my god, I'm, I'm not saying specifically. I just said specifically <laughs> Slick, but I mean like, you know, like if cameras followed a manager outside no. wrestling, I this was what you could see, right? And what I did love is is seeing a, a very raucous crowd. That yeah. was that's fun to see. But I I just wanted to say one thing because. Greg, you mentioned Ric Flair's in the movie. The trailer mentioned Ric Flair's in the movie and Bruno San Martino and classy Freddie Blassie, but I kind of just, you know, happens uh, towards the end. But yeah. I will, what had me thinking during that scene, because in, in the trailer you see chaos break out, and while you had seen Ric Flair in the crowd, you don't see Ric Flair involved in the chaos, nor do you see the female right. he was with involved in the chaos. If you catch was, my drift, <laughs> Ric Flair was being Ric Flair, if you know what I mean. So was Freddie Blassie. <laughs> Fair point. He took a, a a nice view, like a look down. So, <laughs> so also fun to see Chick Hearn. Yeah, all a wrestling match just because I grew up with him. Like even yeah. if it was in this movie, I grew up with him calling Lakers games. Right. Yeah. So. It was George Costanza, worlds are colliding in my brain, hearing yeah. Chick Hearn, you know, call wrestling. But that that was a, a treat to see. But going into the uh, favorite moments of here, it was the scene that takes place at the fundraiser. What immediately follows that, you see a pair of newspapers. One says, Wilshire says the Ayatollah did it. And the other says, Wilshire says he blames the commies. And at the like that just got me going just because politicians were so quick to blame like international bodies as opposed to like opponents to today but i just felt like a moment of and well i mean ultimately wrestling is about like where does the realism end and where does the work begin to where that line is blurred so in watching this movie if you can see a little bit of realism in a world that is fantasy it tickles something in your brain Right, so that's what happened with me in that yeah. moment, Greg. Oh man, it's it's a tough one. There, there, there's a moment though that I did have a little bit of a chuckle. Um, Piper is always known for mouthing off. Piper's one of the greatest, not only wrestlers but just people on a mic. So when he mentioned, "When was the last time you've been milked?" Like <laughs> I was just like that, that that's a classic Piper moment, and I I, I had a good laugh at that. But just I I just have to say, seeing the some legends in in that arena, seeing some legends in this film, um, getting up for Barbarian. 
that was cool. yeah you know um just knowing hey you got a few bucks good for you man you deserve it um that 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 had to be my favorite bit from this todd <sighs> can i just pick captain lou moreno for the whole thing <laughs> i actually just see the your uh title there has changed to producer lou morano yes. <laughs> i'm pretty sure he was waluigi throughout this or uh wario sorry wario through this film right yeah but yeah he every time he he, he had me going even just his name that's like the only thing they did was tweak the last name to sound exactly alike it was a treat anytime piper and even uh, well, of course, Lou Bono, but even when Tonga Kid was on on screen because they they treated like, I don't know, they didn't have to be acting so much. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially when Tonga delivered the line in the hospital is like, hey, what'd you think of our fight or how'd you like the fight? Just that verbiage alone was just like such a like small like, oh, this is cool. Right. But a funny line to see chaos ensuing in the ring with. Uh, who, who it was? Uh, the tag team champions attacking with the chain. I can't remember what their names were, but you had Chick Hearn saying, "Is anyone going to help stop this? This is complete chaos. This is sending professional wrestling back a thousand years." And it just made me laugh. I was like, "Man, wait till 2023." <laughs> 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 you think this is bad? Right. Yeah. Oh boy. So uh now I have two separate ratings for this. It's tough because as I mentioned earlier, uh, if I was not a wrestling fan, I would have a very tough time with it. And I'd right. probably go lean towards a two and a half if I was not a wrestling fan. But because I grew up a wrestling fan, I enamored in this world, right? It bumped it up to a four and a half for me just because of the level of fun I had with it and the level of intrigue I had and like, okay, come on, let's go. Not to mention as Greg, you said Roddy Piper. I mean, come on. Right? right. So it bumps it up to that for me, just because I grew up on watching some of these guys. And of course, not to mention Afa and Sika as the two henchmen to the Korean. Right. That was, it's... that was just like, Oh man, this is cool. <laughs> you know, like, so some of the right. greatest, most bad A guys that are out there. I'm trying to help you, Todd. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's such a weird film because it was not great. <laughs> like, if I'm honest, it was not a great film. Like I'd give this a two um, if if I were if 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 I were just basing on the film itself. But as someone who saw some legends, as someone who saw piper getting on a mic again like it really does boost it up i can't give it that great of a score but i have to at least give it three and a half you know just because i loved seeing some of the greatest of the great uh wrestlers out there um getting a good payday and also getting some good mic time so three and a half would be my my overall personal score john uh, yeah, this is one, like I said, last time I was kind of like, eh. This time I, I really got into it. And I don't know, I it, it, I kind of thought of it more as like a TV movie. It has that kind of feel or even just a TV. It has that, that era's vibe. Straight to streaming. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. 
<laughs> oh yeah, for, yeah, for the young ones. Yeah, um, there you go. But yeah, I I I do like it now, and I I think a three for me. As both a non wrestling fan and a wrestling fan. Oh, a non wrestling fan is going to give like a zero. (laughs) (laughs) I think you guys are really honest. Yeah, maybe maybe I'm being too generous just because it was my first viewing, and then of course seeing Roddy Piper again is like unless they're like a real big A team fan or Tanya Roberts. There are Tanya Roberts fans. You know, okay, it is it's totally face because I grew up watching the A team. Right. So I had so seeing a bunch of Dirk Benedict on the screen wasn't really bothering me and probably made me feel more like a child. Right. Just bring me back to those days. And then seeing that world combined with Roddy Piper probably did it for me. So there it's you like go. A, it's like a face side story because <laughs> he basically is doing the it's the same stuff. exact character as his 18 character. It, it is face. He just doesn't get away with as much stuff. Right. That's basically the only difference. Right. Now, this is available to stream on Tubi with ads. Yes. And it does. Todd, is this available for purchase? Uh, yes, it is. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm checking just watch here. Yeah, but no, I it believe is. it is. <laughs> I believe it is. Confirm that then. Check Because uh... I'm on justwatch.com, right? Checking Body yes. Slam. It only has the stream listed, it doesn't have the buy option listed. Okay. Are you at a specific uh, um, resolution? Uh, um, no, well, it's not on there anyway. I'm just confirming. Yeah. Because sometimes if you have it at 4K, they won't show up or something. Oh, like that. I see. But yeah, it is available to stream on Tubi with ads if you are inclined to do so. Now, what's interesting is that we did choose this film because this was in honor of WrestleMania happening this weekend. And uh, whatever so happened, is, I'm mad. <laughs> well, whatever happened, I'm going to have uh, mechanical laryngitis over from screaming so much the night prior because I will be at or I was at SoFi Stadium last night. So was Pugs. Was night of WrestleMania, too. So excellent. We'll we'll see how that goes now. Okay, so but it, we can't comment on anything going on this WrestleMania, but this is WrestleMania weekend in a sense. So it's uh, I'm gonna throw after you, Mania. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm just gonna throw out this question and surprise you guys. Favorite WrestleMania moment? Oh, oh man! Yeah, it's shocker, right? Oh. Damn, Ozzy. We weren't prepared for this. I know. That's the best part. (laughs) Honestly, Um, like, there's a lot of wrestlers I like more. But Seth Rollins coming out during the Brock Lesnar match and going through and, and, and winning the championship within that. Like, that is one of my most favorite moments because it, it just... It was a long-term story that really, really hit well. Yeah, I gotcha. Todd? I had it, then I lost it. Well, I can just go ahead. And can please. Come back to you. Hopefully. It was Hogan Rock, WrestleMania 18. Oh, every every time every time I see that match, every I mean, like, I know it's going to happen. I know it's going to look like, but just the 
when they first step to each other and the crowd is just like going back and forth, like just siding with one, then deciding to the other. It's yeah. just like, man, this is, this is, it's, it, it, if you look at like the, the entire story timeline of professional wrestling, that would be such a huge crux right there that it, it seemed like such a historic moment. That was like, was, that was Hogan Andre. That was Hogan ultimate warrior. That was the, like the next, like Jesus, like it was eras colliding. Right. It was. Uh um, I'm gonna, well, that, that, that one's hard to beat, and I'm not saying this beats it, but I'm going to throw this one out there. Um, Stone Cold versus Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 14. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Ooh. Yeah. That, so, I mean, even though it was, a, it was a fast count, that pop was amazing yeah. after him winning it. Also, WrestleMania 28, I'm sorry just to add that in, when that moment where you have Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, and Triple H all having their last call there like that's such like icons of wrestling all having a great moment together is fantastic sean flair yeah it's another one oh yeah i'm uh, yeah yeah. i was i was thinking back like 92 years i was like when is that oh yeah right the last (laughs) their last one i kept thinking to be honest like i was thinking back towards the earlier times just now and seeing Brett win the title against Yokozuna after losing don't, to Owen Hart earlier don't do that, that night. Don't do that. Because... And then seeing Owen walk out and then seeing Brett on everybody's shoulders, just like, oh, man, that's that was tense, right? Sorry, Greg, why'd you say I had a moment. So I'm in the Bay Area of California, um, and there was a wonderful, wonderful event. It was just, I, I don't know if it was a Raw. No, it couldn't have been a Raw. Um, I don't know if it was a, a televised show or house show or whatever. Or a, or a PLE. Right, right. Don't, don't. Those didn't exist. I Peacock, hate PLEs. It will Peacock always be a pay-per-view. Event. Screw it. Premium. Um, Premium. Yeah. I apologize. Premium live event. But Greg, the moment you are pay, paying per view, then you could call it a pay-per-view. No, no, no. I was not paying... TV wise, I was at the event. I was okay. a uh, young, young boy okay. watching Hulk Hogan okay. get beat by Yokozuna. No matter what my thoughts are of Hogan at this point in time, at that point, I shed a tear. I was that Miz kid that was upset. I was, was, that the, the, was that the one with the photographer shooting the fireball into Hogan's eyes? No, no, no. This this was I don't know if this was actually televised, but this was uh just a moment where Ogan lost to Yokozuna and it was just that era. And I remember I remember just feeling so that had sad. to have been for the title. Yeah. Hogan would have only jobbed if it was for the title on his way out. So which That's means fair. that was probably King of the Ring 1993. Uh, no, it wasn't that big of a match. It wasn't. It, I don't think, like I said, I don't think it was televised. You know, this this huh. was just a, a just, show just a in the show. Bay Area. And you don't yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah. Who, you don't remember who the champion was at the time? No, I was that. I was so young. I don't remember. I, dude, like when I was a kid, I, Hogan was a champion, and then when he lost it to Ultimate Warrior, that was a big <sighs> deal. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> You triggered Todd. <laughs> and then the 1992 Royal Rumble, Ric Flair, right? Then Macho yeah. Man, Randy Savage. Uh, 
Bret Hart, Ric Flair getting it back, and Bret Hart. Like I, I, I remembered who the champions were. At right. Least. Do you remember no, that's who the fair. champion was at the time that you were going? I don't know. I, it was that long really ago that I, yeah. like, I really want to know because it's surprising to hear Hogan working a, a house show so late in his contract. Well, I was very young. I don't know if that was late in his contract. Oh, okay. But, but yeah, you, but it was Yokozuna. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it was new era. They could have been doing a loop and testing out the, that match. Cause they, they were building to that and then they have to go through their match. And could very well have been something they were, you know, working on. Would you say it was in 1993? 93? Um, let's see, how old would I have been? Yeah, ish. 93, 92. Here's, here's what bothers me, is that the end of WrestleMania 9, as we know, Hogan held the tag titles hostage because he wanted to walk out as WWF champion. So yeah. what we saw transpire at the end of WrestleMania 9 was brought up on the spot. So if there was any house shows between Hogan and Yokozuna, they had to have occurred after WrestleMania nine. Wait, was that the garbage of him, of uh, Yokozuna losing to Brett or winning against Brett? And then, yeah, that was garbage. Like, yeah. let me tell oh, you. No, that was, that was Hogan holding, holding the tag title. He told Vince, I want to walk out the WWF title. If I don't, I'm not going to show up for the tag match. No, it was <laughs> and- definitely before that. Yeah. Okay, that's very interesting. I really want to find out. You know how uh, the reason why he got his black eye, right? Why? Hogan at WrestleMania 9. I've heard they, stories I don't they remember. They said it was a gym accident. Yeah. But what I had heard was, or what I had, yeah, what I had heard was uh, that uh, Elizabeth had was out of town. And when Savage asked Hogan if she was staying at their house, he said no. But she was. Mm. So when he found out, he punched him in the face. <laughs> there you and go. That, that's that's why. So think about that. Savage was doing commentary, and he's <laughs> calling this match with Hogan's black eye. He's like, "Oh, he had a gym accident. Yeah, he had a gym accident." <laughs> My name happens to be Jim today. <laughs> uh, Slim Jim. <laughs> God points. <laughs> and on that note, that concludes our review of Body Slam. Check it out on Tubi if you wish. And feel free to join us for a new episode next week. Greg, Todd, do you have anything else to say before we head off for the evening? Good evening. Happy WrestleMania, everyone. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, that is world famous juggler Greg Larson and flesh wound producer Todd, or in this case, producer Lumerano. And I am Ozzy V, and we'll see you next week right here on a new episode of Flesh Wound Farce.